0: This is episode 000014. Sick, bro.
1: <coughs> Coming to you from wherever we got these diseases. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one that one was real. <laughs> it's the tone control. It's real. <coughs> <coughs> oh. uh, no cough buttons in this house. Yeah, that was pretty gross.
0: <clears throat> I think this is the least we've spoken to each other before hitting record.
1: <laughs> it might be. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm a little under the weather. I hope yeah. I don't sound too much like crap today.
0: I hope I do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I have that sweet, like velvety, smooth, slightly crackly, sick yeah. voice. <laughs> I hope I don't have the, uh,
1: my nose is clogged up voice. That's not a good Ugh. voice.
0: I was going to tell you a thing. Um, I read today that someone is counterfeiting Diodario strings. Oh, really? And like sending them to market, basically. In the United States? Uh, I think more so internationally. Mm-hmm. But, um, this came up like at the end of last month doesn't it seem strange that strings is something that is counterfeited strings are something that is counterfeited to you yeah like a counterfeit guitar makes a lot more sense
1: it, it does <laughs> if you're gonna yeah. fix
0: something like I don't know I I just kind of read about it and like you know Diodario. XL strings whatever they're called.
1: I mean, I guess that's a popular brand, right?
0: Yeah, but even the the real ones aren't expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: what do you what are you gaining?
1: Not <laughs> <laughs> knockoff knock designer strings.
0: <laughs> right. So everybody's like commenting on this post like why don't they counterfeit, I don't know, elixirs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> counterfeit expensive strings.
0: Yeah. Terrible. I heard there was a big uh, counterfeit guitar bust recently too for for what for like just fake fenders and gibsons and mm-hmm. epiphones and stuff the whole thing. they were like seized in new york or something like that so they're going to be destroyed
1: quote unquote huh talk about a sweet job huh <laughs> they should they should let um gibson and Fenders sell them what is knockoffs yeah sell their own <laughs> knockoffs i mean that would be an okay punishment i mean rather than let guitars go to waste I guess they're called like <laughs> if
0: you look at the headstock on the Gibsons, it's like G I B apostrophe S
1: <laughs>
0: space S O N like Gibbs son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's a pun even I wouldn't make. <laughs> well, it's so they can like legally
0: say, "Yeah, oh, it's
1: not a Gibson; it's a Gibson."
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so uh we're both sick ish.
1: Yeah, but we're doing a podcast anyway. But we're doing
0: it. You know what? So don't say I never got you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling a little bit bitter and sick.
1: Uh yeah. Well, you Just know. Just deal with it. It's it's um it was a nice day over here though, so that that's okay. Well, I mean, whatever. I'm not sick enough that I didn't like go outside, so
0: Oh I, well, who am I kidding? I don't really go outside, <laughs> even when I'm fine. <laughs> Working from home does that to you. Yeah, I don't know if you've run into this yet, but I, days at a time will go by, especially over the winter. This was really bad. Days will go by where I don't leave my apartment. Don't need to go to the grocery store. You know, not going to yeah. bother getting the mail today. None of that. And you don't. I've I found you don't notice it until you do leave. For whatever reason, and it's like, oh my God, I've been inside <laughs> for four days.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I did a little bit of that um, from time to time over the winter. Uh, that's that's why I try to on days when it's nice, if I'm doing the sort of work where it's possible, um, yeah. like today, you know, if I'm doing editing that I don't need my you know tuned listening room and expensive monitors for. I can right. I can go out on the on the back deck and just sit and throw the ball for the dog and do my work out there, so get a little bit of vitamin D, I guess. <laughs> nice. I hope this podcast doesn't turn into too much of an editing mess for me as a, <laughs> as we hack and cough and um, <laughs> if my nose starts dripping, I'll try not to drip it on my computer. Okay. I got to come
0: up with a funny name. <laughs> oh no! That's going to be extra hard later. The Tone Control Sick Edition.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, sick, bro. Sick. Aww. Disgusting.
0: Well, anyway, um, this episode of The Tone Control is brought to you by Pedal Genie. All your pedal wishes granted. Visit pedalgenie.com slash tonecontrol and sign up for just a buck.
1: We should probably, probably stop wallowing our, in our own self-pity and do some news. <clears throat>
0: Let's get to it. I'm, I'm
1: feeling like the, this... You know,
0: talking about gear and stuff is gonna make me feel a little better. I'm light a fire <laughs>
1: under your ass.
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. Oh. News. Okay. News.
0: You we go got first. A lot of it. Okay. Uh, Ovation Guitars. We know them. Plastic yep. backs. That's fine. Whatever. Ovation yep. Guitars is ceasing U.S. production. What? Oh. Yeah. Right. Well, that's so, not the um, cool way to go. No, it's not. So um, the factory is in New Hartford, Connecticut, and uh, they're closing their doors after 47 years of U.S. production.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, so um, Fender purchased Ovation back in 2007, and the factory currently makes um, Ovation Guild Acoustics and the new Fender Acoustic Custom Shop, which kind of like at first had me wondering maybe the Fender Acoustic Custom Shop is just cannibalizing Ovation uh-huh uh, right market but um fender is citing that its current marking conditions and uh <clears throat> insufficient volume levels <laughs> i think no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> it only goes up to 10 guess, in that factory
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i think they're um it just sounds like the demand for ovation is not what it once okay, was Is
1: it, so is it just ovation but the no they're closing the factory i
0: think um Ovation is ceasing production, and the Fender Acoustic Custom Shop in the Guild factory or the Guild branch of that factory are moving to a new location. Oh, okay. So under a new not belief, enough I guess. to keep but,
1: that particular building in operation.
0: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's interesting to to hear when this kind of thing happens. I think. Yeah. So I've I've only ever kind of played Ovation's here and there. I don't, I've yeah. never owned one or anything, but
1: my yeah. dad has a Ovation twelve string that's. They were really popular, I feel like, for a really long time. It's got like (laughs) two truss rods and you know, it's all like like you say, it's a like polycarbonate back piece or whatever it's made of. It's like Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a a good idea for a twelve string because it's made out of these like industrial materials, right? So
0: Right. I had a twelve string for a while.
1: Mm. Did it self destruct?
0: Um, I kept it tuned to E flat. Mm Mm-hmm. Out of fear that it was going to self-destruct, right? right. <laughs> but yeah. it um, it became way more trouble than it was worth. Yeah, pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> by the time so, you're anyway, done tuning it, you don't feel like playing. By, it anymore. Yeah,
0: by the time you've done tuning it the fourth time, you're like, I don't even want to play this thing anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good um, that that would be a uh, a good excuse for those uh, machine tuners, right? Robotic. Oh, the the mini tune? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Throw that'd that on. Expensive. there Yeah. That would, <laughs> that'd be an expensive <laughs> install and a heavy headstock.
0: Yeah. Oh, speaking of those robot tuners, um, I saw surfing um Craigslist a few yeah. days ago. And I saw someone had taken theirs off their new guitar, their new Gibson, because that only came that model they wanted only came with oh, the mini tuners. And he didn't want it anymore. So he. Took it off and put on new tuners and had this thing for sale. Just the just the robot system. Wow. How much? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Not not a huge amount. 150, 200 bucks, I think. Hmm. Cause I mean, a set of tuners doesn't cost that much. Right. So otherwise it's just a small computer and a place to hold a battery. I was like, man, it's finally happening. Like <laughs> this yeah. hasn't even really been that popular for that long. And, and there's a and that people are already ripping them off. Anyway. Yeah. Sucks about Ovation. Sorry, yeah,
1: guys. <laughs> sorry, Ovation. But, the, I mean, it's still a brand. They're just going to be made overseas. Right, yeah. So
0: they're not going away forever. But I have a feeling they'll kind of be repositioned yeah. in the market Which, space. Which, I mean, so. nothing
1: against other countries. It's usually when you're talking about making guitars overseas, though, they're doing it more cheaply. Right. They're That, that sort of means you've discontinued the top-of-the-line series. Yeah, next. Next, Mr. Black... <coughs> Sorry, I'm, like, dying over here. I'll take the opportunity to cough as well, then.
0: (laughs) Man, rain or shine or black death. Mr.
1: Black, eternal gold modified reverb.
0: Oh, sorry, there's another typo here. Eterna. Eterna,
1: okay. I should have read it out of the the tab I had open.
0: (laughs) So, Mr. Black. Oh, I was thinking today, this has got to be a Pulp Fiction joke, right? No, no, not Pulp Fiction, sorry, Reservoir Dogs.
1: Res- yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes me
0: want to start a, a company called like Mr. Pink. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, bad puns. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the Eterna Reverb was an, uh, a reverb pedal that they've had for a number of years, mm-hmm. and the gold modified is just kind of version 2.0. It's a shimmer reverb, if you've ever heard of such a thing. I have not. Um, what it does is... The reverberated signal (laughs) uh, doubles the octave. So, like as it as it decays, the the pitch increases, but not in like a ramping kind of way. It just like increases octave at a time.
1: It adds an octave
0: up, right? So the longer the delay, the more it's going to to shimmery
1: pitch up to shimmer, right?
0: So you get this really like you know they call it like angelic vocal kind of Uh effect. So some people really love them. Some people really hate them. Uh, I haven't tried one yet, but it looks like this one, you can turn that shimmer all the way off if you want to just keep it as kind of a regular reverb. Yeah. So, which is neat. Um, This, because it's got some other features that the original Eterna reverb didn't have. It'll decay for over a minute now, which is pretty awesome. Oh, wow. (laughs) And it expands up... Yeah, and it spans up four octaves. So the original had only 40 seconds of decay about and would only span up two octaves. Mm -hmm. So this can kind of like really get out of control. It's almost like a delay pedal set to self-oscillate. Right. Except it stops kind of more controllably, I think.
1: So, yeah, so I see they they have sort of a a diagram of the way the evolution of these pedals has come along. So the basic shimmer reverb took the dry signal passed it into the reverb, and then took a tap off of that and did the octave up and then the second octave and then reapplied that into the reverb and then sent it back to the mixer to be mixed with the dry mm-hmm. signal, right? Okay, so I'm describing very helpfully. Then the <laughs> the Mr. Black Eterna uh, sort of flipped that. So now the dry signal goes straight to the mixer, the wet signal goes to the octave one and then octave two first, then gets mixed with the dry signal into the reverb. So the octave gets mixed with the fundamental back into the reverb and then back in with the dry signal after that. So they've put the octaves before the reverb. So then the original pedal... Hmm, okay. Well, there's it's sort of like a before or after the reverb. When 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 does it get mixed in kind of thing? Right. So, yeah. Okay. So the Mr. Black would have been a more clean sound being sent to the octave sections and then mixed back into the reverb. And so now the, the Mr. Black Eterna Gold Modified does both. So it's got a tap off for octave 1A and 2A that then is mixed to the reverb, and then after the reverb, another tap says octave 1B and 2B. So it's octaving your original signal, then mixing that back together, and then octaving the output from that and then mixing it all back in with the dry. So, your four rev- your four octaves, the second two of them are happening after the first two have been processed and then re-reverbed.
0: <laughs> Pretty wild. Yeah, it's like it's okay. crazy to kind of think about and like it's probably Yeah, really hard to understand just explaining this vocally, <laughs> like right. verbally, but if you um, go to
1: the link in the show notes, there's um there's the diagram and you can see but um, that's that's pretty interesting right to me
0: and then so they also added within all that reverb like all the modulation and stuff that happens is all completely new so, and the reverb algorithm that the pedal is using is is completely mm-hmm. new so what it does is they've also added what what are called early reflections into right. the millisecond range so right away early in your signal you're getting this early reflection of the sound so it kind of adds this like extra,
1: that's no, kind of no. a, a natural room kind of thing. Like early right, reflections yeah. are usually like what you're hearing just if you're in a room with a sound source, the the nearest walls to you, those will be the early reflections. So mm-hmm. it gives it that sort of like present right next to you kind of feel.
0: It's pretty cool. I mean, Pro Guitar Shop has these, I think they might be exclusive. Uh they're mm-hmm. sold out already. It hasn't been out that long. Um yeah. <clears throat> God, l- listen to me. I'm like Dying, falling apart. One <laughs> uh, seventy nine ninety five. So, uh, I want to try a shimmer reverb. I just had mm. a reverb in which we'll talk about in a little while. Yeah, uh, from Pedal Genie, which kind of has totally changed my uh, my thinking on reverb pedals in general. Mm. So this has this has me interested.
1: Yeah, yeah. This yeah. this this could be a cool effect. Pretty neat.
0: yeah Oh, and there's. <laughs> looping back around. There's increased mid-range in the decay, so it kind of stays in, okay. in your signal a little more. Or like in the mix, it'll sit differently than the previous version.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, Mr. Black Eterna Gold, Modified Reverb.
1: Notify me when it's in stock. is <laughs> <laughs> the they have picked a longer
0: get. name for this thing?
1: Well, I mean... Because yeah. the
0: Eterna, the original <laughs> was not the Eterna Gold. It was just the Eterna. So what's the Gold, and what's the Modified? Why couldn't they just go with... Uh, one
1: yeah they've they've skipped a couple of versions didn't they <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you what do you got what do you, i got, you got th- okay you got a thing
1: next up the gibson memory cable hmm. inspiration insurance so gibson oh, that's
0: really that's what they call it Huh?
1: Yeah. So Gibson has built a guitar cable that has a teeny tiny digital recorder in it. Okay. So it uses uh, it uses batteries and a little um, what are them things called? The micro uh, SD. Yeah, the micro the little one that you put inside the other SD card to stick it in your yeah. camera or whatever. It has a little so a little tiny micro SD card uh, that it can take, and then there is a there's like a um, Hold on, sorry. <coughs> <laughs> Back to one. <laughs> Back to one. <laughs> as we both <laughs> cough and blow our noses. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so <laughs> this thing, has it's, it's a fully functional guitar cable. They describe it as a premium cable. It's not something that you have to worry about destroying your signal or whatever. And so I haven't tested it, but whatever. But the cable has a built-in super compact recorder designed by Tascam. And it saves uh, on micro SD cards It can record up to 13 hours of your playing. Uh, Holy cow. So it records at 441 16 16-bit resolution, um, which is pretty okay. I mean, that's, that's probably fine for what's on your guitar cable. Um, they're claiming that it's comparable to multi-track recording programs, which is... Horseshit because we record in 24-bit <laughs> nowadays it's not 1980 you know like come on but anyway
0: well the idea is that this is a like a, a writing tool a demoing tool yeah
1: and and there's yeah and, and 16-bit for what's r- r- literally just coming out of your guitar cable um is is totally fine and you're gonna save quite a bit of um disk space that way mm-hmm. so it carries on it a a little bitty like watch battery kind of battery that keeps the clock alive so that your um the metadata on the files you record are properly time stamped so oh, you can find out what's going on later. So that's gonna last like two years or whatever. And then there's wow. a um uh like I think a AAA battery I guess that's going to power the actual recorder. So, so this is your
0: double A. So
1: oh it's a double yeah. A? Okay. <laughs> double A battery. This is what's going to like run out as you record. So mm-hmm. thirteen hours of your playing, I think
0: I no, think I read that's... that it
1: had like 8 hours of cons- of constant battery life. So. Okay, that's pretty good. I yeah, can't so imagine you're get writing more than writing a... <laughs> or
0: jamming for more than 8 hours. Right. So
1: <laughs> you have more than one battery's worth of space on the maximum SD card that it can take, right? So um Yeah. but I mean that's fine. Cuz cuz that that like you say that's that's a hell of a long time. Um and it has a I'll take these sort of features in order here. So basically, it's going to work as your normal guitar cable. And then at any point you want to like record what you're playing, you just, you know, push a button and record. It doesn't have to be plugged into anything, in fact. So you have this cable in your guitar case and you think of a, a riff or you're noodling along, just plug this in. You don't have to have your amp there. You can just, you know, play it dry and it will record the output of your guitar. And then, you know, the next time you're in your amp, plug the cable into your amp. And play it back into your amp.
0: Right? So you can play out of the cable.
1: Uh, I think so. Like I'm. I, I kept looking over this, trying to find. Like I wanted it hmm. to say, if you plug this cable into your amp, it will play back the things that you you previously recorded into it. It says easy reamping, which, as far as I'm concerned, can't mean anything else
0: because well, unless you, it means you took the files off the card. And that's, you know, But that doesn't make
1: reamping any easier than if I had okay. recorded it yeah, into the computer, true. right? So easy reamping I, as far as I'm concerned cuz it doesn't involve multiple cables or DI boxes or signal splitting. The memory cable would plug right into your thing. You must be able to push a play button and it will just that's play true. what you recorded are, back into Yeah, there the
0: are a few controls on this thing. I see record start and mark, which is cool. It means you can probably flag like oh yeah that was definitely the riff yes can...
1: so basically as you're playing if if you mark something then it will basically stop and start a new file and so you'll know oh, okay. oh the thing I played that I liked is at the end of whichever file um, mm-hmm. it also has a like a I don't know what they call it like a jam mode or something where it will it you can have it just be record ready all the time and it starts recording whenever you're playing.
0: So Interesting. You, you can
1: have it on all the time, but during sections where you're not playing anything, it's going to stop. And then it'll make a new file when you start to play again. So you can roll on a four-hour rehearsal, and you don't have a four-hour audio file to pick through. You have individual sections of everything that you played.
0: Mm-hmm. Neat. So I remember, uh, I think it was Line 6 a while ago, released a piece of hardware that you would put in line, like a guitar pedal. Yeah, uh, it was like would-
1: a tone port that had. A, it was basically a, on a guitar plug.
0: Right, it was really little. Yeah, Smaller than a guitar pedal even. It was it was um I remember it being talked about like the Tivo for guitar or something like that. And the idea it still had like that flag function you could
1: mark uh, okay. files and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um but that was another piece of hardware and I I think it was battery powered also, but mm-hmm. um this is cool cuz it's it's just a cable.
1: Yeah, the form factor's pretty small. I mean, they've got this recorder, you know, sort of tapered like it basically makes the cable get you know, well, it's thick enough to hold a double A battery in the middle, right?
0: It's probably no thicker than two or three cables. Yeah, run together, right? <clears> and it's a, only for maybe what six
1: inches. Yeah, it looks eight, like it six could or be eight inches, six or yeah. seven inches long, the actual recorder piece of the cable, and then you've got another six, seven, or eight-inch lead that would be to your guitar, so it would always be like within reach, and then the mm-hmm. rest of the conta- the <laughs> the rest of the cable. Um, continues onward for whatever you want. So if the battery runs out, it still works as a cable without the battery. That's So good. you don't. You, that, that
0: easily could have been the tragic flaw. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's an
1: obvious necessity. Um, but you could have this on and then at you know not be using it, and at the touch of a switch, just record a piece of rehearsal or. Um, or whatever, and and you can take the card out and download them into your computer. Just import the files right into your workstation or GarageBand or whatever, or um, keep them on the cable. And I'm assuming because it says easy reamping that it can be played right back into your amp, which would be <coughs> the best because you're going to take those files into your computer. You're going to have to do something to them to make them sound right. You don't just di yeah. out of an electric guitar.
0: And I'm kind of wondering, like, if I had one of these. Like my first thought was, oh duh, put it after my pedal board, put it between my pedal board and my amp. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Um, but for like for the the purposes of getting better at guitar, it makes sense to put it in between you and your pedal board. I think. Mm-hmm. So you can you can hear like really you really hear you're playing like <laughs> listening to yourself play direct direct direct. Out oh, that's of guitar. true. Yeah. You could it's, you could hear your songs really like never before.
1: You could hear right. them all played back in clean tone, and see yeah. just how sloppy you are when your distortion's <laughs> on, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah,
0: which the answer is hint hint very sloppy. Very sloppy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are sloppier so I than you it think, would, think you um, are. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it would be cool. Um, cool to try out like in both. Yeah. You know, before and after the pedal board kind of thing. Hmm. I wonder how much this is going to cost. Yeah,
1: I was just going to say, I haven't seen a price. It this, says, yeah, this is pretty new. I mean, they're saying studio quality recorder slash preamp for the price of an outstanding cable. So <laughs> outstanding yeah, says, cable, uh, I could see them thinking that, you know, $50 was the price of an outstanding cable.
0: Right. I mean, so here's a bullet. Competitive pricing with non-recording premium cables. Yeah. So it's that, probably...
1: What are yeah, the probably probably good monster bucks. cables going for now? Yeah,
0: how long do you think this cable is? Uh, looking the at photos. it, I
1: would say it's probably like an eighteen. Yeah. Um, just looking at, I'm looking at a photo of it coiled up. I mean, me too. Yeah. I can't imagine it's going to be longer than, I mean, eighteen or or twenty one or twenty five. These are kind of typical issues. That that's ca- pretty long. I cable think mine ones. are twelve feet. Twelve, really?
0: Yeah. Or may, maybe there. I mean, it, I used it, to have 12s. I think I may I have now have longer cables. I'm huh. just guessing until well, I see it in
1: a store. I mean, if anybody
0: gets one of these, I want to, I want to know about it. Yeah, it seems like see if, see if it's really it's that one of helpful. Those,
1: yeah, it's one of those cool toys. I mean, you you'd have to have it all the time, right? And then you'd get in the habit of just pushing that button now and then.
0: Yeah. So for me, like if I'm if I'm uh, I just playing guitar for a few minutes, you know, I'm a lunch break or something like that, I'll plug in and, like, kind of jam. And mm. if I end up noodling around to something that I, I'm liking that I want to note for later, I usually just record it on my phone. Um, right. And, like, will verbally speak some notes to Explate myself it. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just, I uh, just basically a notepad for later. Then I listen back and be like, oh, that was a cool thing, or eh, not so much, never mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, like, is that, is this cable easier than that? I mean, I guess it's well, easier in the sense if you were going to reamp or if you needed to have the file, not just like the sound of my phone next to my guitar amp. But
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you would end up with something that you could just. Play, You know, you could plug it back into your amp afterwards and play back the same thing, you know, play back whatever your jam was.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Oh, so it's, I mean, it could almost be like, a not a looper, but you could like record a thing, a passage, and then play over it if you can indeed play through the cable.
1: Yeah, but I, all right, I doubt that you can play through the cable and play back what's on the card at the same time. So, uh, that would require yeah. it to have like a mixer in it.
0: True. um, Like an output volume.
1: Yeah, that's right. You would need to have mixing controls or it would just make them, yeah. Hmm. That's that's an interesting thing. Uh, that's better in a pedal. How would you control <laughs> yeah. that? This, this That's is, true, yeah. That, you need more buttons
0: a, and knobs and things. Yeah. And then guess what? They make those. They're called pedals. They're called pedals <laughs> and you can actually
1: use them effectively. This would be really tough to use as a Effectively. Lubre.
0: You can use this pedal effectively. (laughs) All right. So uh, how are you liking pedal genie so far?
1: Uh, I'm loving pedal genie. It's uh, giving me an opportunity to try out lots of different effects pedals uh, without having to buy them um I don't have to worry about late fees. I can just make my wish list of all the pedals that I would ever want to try and and then it's like it's like a Christmas present. I never know what's going to come in the mail next. They're going to sh- sh- send me some great pedal that I'm going to get to play with and
0: it's it's pretty much the best. I mean, you you kind of nailed it, but it's Basically, uh, the Netflix uh, of guitar pedals. So you rent every pedal, any pedal you desire for uh, one low monthly price. The first month is only a buck and then it's just thirty four ninety five a month after that. But like you said, you get free shipping to and from
1: mm. and
0: you get to keep the pedal as long as you want. Yeah. So if, if you end up, I know I've had pedals where it's like, oh, you play it for a couple of days. You're like, oh, OK, cool. I get it. And you can send it back. Yeah, that's fine. If you end up with something that you really like, you can hang on to it for a few weeks if you want. You can, you know, write it into a song and get it recorded if you want. You can, you know, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an awesome, awesome list of gear from uh, all kinds of crazy, cool manufacturers. Uh, I know they just added Strymon recently, which I think I mentioned before. But yeah. they're all over my list right now. So Keeley Electronics, Red Witch, MXR, Mad Professor, uh, Blackstar, even. Some Of these other like amp companies that are making pedals, they've got them. I know they just added the new stuff from Mesa.
1: Yeah, I saw a demo um, another user had posted today or today or yesterday of uh one of the pedals that he had gotten from Petal Genie, one of the Mesa pedals,
0: and they're going on my list for sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, yeah,
0: you just keep it as long as you want, send it back when you want. It's nothing short of awesome. I <laughs> I've had probably, I don't know, four or five pedals now. And I feel like I'm really in it. Like, I'm really in the service. Mm-hmm. It's not my first pedal. It's not, like, really early on. And it's it runs really smoothly. Everything gets to me, you know, other side of the country in a couple of days. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. So.
0: what? So you got a thing? What do you got? Or what did you have I, recently?
1: For this episode, I had the Death by Audio Apocalypse, which is a fuzz pedal it's uh I I don't have it in front of me uh, is it anymore. It's from it the just, end of the world. <laughs> it's from the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, it's it's a big rugged pedal. It's got five different uh pre-amp or sorry, no, five different post-amp circuits. So it it is a fuzz, you know, and then and then after that the post-amp amplified signal then gets run through these crazy filtering circuits and does other hmm. things to it. So Um, so it's fuzzing
0: first and then
1: you're right. And then you're sort of post amp doing this other stuff. And And then there's a, uh, there's a, a big wide sweepable, uh, tone knob that kind of takes you through some bass boosts, a couple of different mid boosts and scoops, uh, and then a couple of different high boosts. And you can sort of blend and find a sweet spot for whatever setting in between those. And then your typical, uh, volume and drive knobs, um, this pedal, and I guess this is, must be true for all fuzzes, but it's so such a loud output. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just made to totally load up whatever's after it in the chain. Um, so I experimented in a few different places um, with my pedal board and my amps. Um, one setting, it's got a twin scoop, which is like a, a bass boost and a treble boost at the same time. Um, I didn't find this one to be at all useful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably some wild sounds you could get out of that, but I thought it's it's nothing I, I wanted to play. so that that would be a weird effect. Um, then there's one called a war fuzz, which is uh, a much more typical fuzz sound. It's very, very warm, um, lots of mids and and enough lows. And uh, you can find a, you know, a big wide sweet spot in the tone knob for that one. Then there's uh, one that uses similar to the war fuzz, but it uses JFET to clip, and this mm-hmm. one is quite a bit more um, crispy sounding. I feel They're like kind of fizzly. yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like I could get more note definition out of it, um, even through all the fuzz gain that's happening. Um, I found that one to be really <laughs> nice, uh, re- really nice as far as that traditional fuzz sound. And then the last two settings, uh, one is an octaver, which is basically your the full rectifier. Um, on your signal so it's basically just flipping the bottom half of your signal uh wave uh, upside down adding it to the other signal so that you're doubling the frequency Man,
0: um, and it, I've got to get my hands on an octave <laughs> fuzz.
1: Yeah, it does it does all that cool um kind of squelchy weird um almost synthy like, like kind tinny. Of tones. Yeah. Yeah. When you do the when you do the gain up real high it it um it starts to really blow up and and uh, get hmm. lots of strange overtones and stuff. Then the last setting is like a super, super, super mega gain. Um, the gain times <laughs> a thousand. It's the apocalypse. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> it, the last two settings both um, have kind of like a gate circuit in them. Like it kind of squishes out and becomes silent when you're not playing. Um, hmm. which is a nice feature because it would probably make a ton of noise, background noise otherwise. <laughs> yeah. But this gain times a 1,000, it's really apparent. And so you end up feeling like you're playing a keyboard. Like it's very... Oh, it's
0: just your signal is just on or off.
1: Zzz, zzz, zzz. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> wild. Um, I actually, uh, I liked playing the my bass through this pedal quite oh, a I bit. Bet. And so I, I recorded a little chunk I'll... I can't just des- now so <laughs> I should decide have I put it at the start of this segment or sh- shall I put it at the end I'll I'll um No 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 put it, put it here I'll I'll put it right here right here you're going to hear uh me play the bass through the game times 1000 Wait, setting right there No 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 right <laughs> here
0: <laughs> We're such losers <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, well. So, yeah, um, I thought it was neat. It's a, obviously, it's a really rugged, well built pedal, built to last, runs on nine volts, and it definitely a good way to get your um, very affected fuzz kind of tones. And um, and I really liked it on bass. I thought it was really cool. Nice. So, what'd you have? I think
0: I added it to, I think I added that to my list mm. after you had mentioned it to me. Yeah. I had, um, I had the Earthquaker Devices Ghost Echo Reverb, which, yes. like I mentioned before, it was my first real experience with uh, reverb pedal. I've always had Fender. I've always used yeah my, my spring reverb tank in my Deville, mm. and for the longest time, I you know it was like a naive little kid about it. it was like I have reverb in my amp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no stinking pedal.
1: But the Ghost is different.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I knew there was like other kinds of reverbs, like hall and and uh, like plate reverbs that you could get with pedals that you can't get in a spring tank. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't interested in that. Um, but yeah, the ghost echo, I think, to my ears, sounded a lot like a spring reverb, but it was really kind of doctored up.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, they, they call it a vintage spring reverb, but it definitely had more space to it, and it had didn't really have the splash that I'm used to with Spring Reverb. Mm-hmm. And it had some some interesting modulation. So when it was cranked up really high, there was some definite pitch bending. Even just like on the very last thing you hear, there was just a little kind of downward slope or an upward slope. Mm. And it was just kind of like a deep chorus. As it got further into the decay, it would kind of become heavier, but it's decaying at the same time. So you're, you don't notice it as much. Right, right so this is um it's got three knobs depth dwell and attack depth is you guessed it depth um Mm -hmm. usually like nine o'clock i found pretty close to where i had my i usually like my amp to be at just kind of there not really in your face but it's it's a thing that maybe only i notice Mm -hmm. um dwell is like the overall kind of voice and color of the reverb itself whether it's like dark and kind of uh, muddy, or if you crank it, or actually, sorry, it's, it's, I think it's flat when it's at 0%. And then as you crank it up, it increases like the mids and lows. Okay. So it gets, it gets thicker as you, as right. you increase the and, dwell. And
1: longer, probably.
0: Right. More repeats. Yeah. And the attack is um, what I can safely, I think, assume is a basically a pre delay. So it, it, um, Kind of dynamically listens to your playing and will delay the reverb signal out of the pedal, the output reverb. Okay,
1: yeah. So when you're when you're like your attacks, you can get a little bit of slappy echo. Kind of, yeah.
0: Uh, if you're playing like really staccato, you can definitely hear. There's like your attack and then like the splash into the tank. Right. But um, I found that really nifty for lead stuff. If you wanted to have like if this big soaring reverb on lead lines. Mm-hmm. That keeping that pre delay up a little bit means it won't kind of step on your your immediate attack of your maybe higher gain tones.
1: Right, it'll wait to swell in to when you're playing mm-hmm. a longer note.
0: So it goes to that um, that pre delay goes from thirty milliseconds to one hundred and fifty milliseconds. So this um, definitely changed my point of view on reverb pedals. It was it was really cool. I just sent it back yesterday, and I'm i went back to pedal genie and added a few more reverbs of different types to mm-hmm. my list just to try out and see like, this is a spring reverb kind of mod- modified spring reverb,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a good jumping off point for me, I think. But, um, it just added so much like extra awesome that I never really knew was missing, I guess. Yeah. Or I, I have spring reverb, so it's not really missing, but it's just like this nice kind of fills in the empty space that you don't, no is there, or yeah. you kind of fill in in your head as you're playing mm-hmm. without reverb. Usually, Um then, so I recorded I recorded a thing, and I you know, I think we're gonna we'll close. Do we, do we'll have, close a, do this we have a clip? <laughs> do we have, okay?
1: We'll close this out because the way you described it to me, I think I'm gonna let them let it ride a little bit. So
0: okay, we can we can really build tension that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you anxious yet? Oh, I'm wicked so, anxious um, to hear it.
0: I'm yeah. Anyway, I I thought it was really cool. So yeah, oh uh, yeah. And Earthquaker makes awesome stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the pedal's about it's a uh, one sixty five, which I think is maybe a little high. I wish it maybe had a few more controls for that price, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they're a small company. Super bright LED. <laughs> Yowza! Things like the sun. <laughs> White LED. <laughs> Nice. But yeah, highly recommended. I'll we'll post some photos and stuff and uh a little review on the on the website soon. Cool. So yeah, Pedal Genie, we thank them for their sponsorship. Yeah, all this Those thanks to Pedal
1: Genie. All your pedal wishes granted.
0: Woo. Do it up. Pedalgenie.com slash tone control. They'll find out you came from us and uh everybody likes that. So yeah. you know. Give us credit. Check it, you can check it out.
1: You can see there what we have out on our list now to try out and um hey, maybe you'll find that we have a pedal out that you've been meaning to try out and you want to ask a question about it and we could even talk about it on the show or you want to try a particular demo with that pedal in a particular setting or something like that. We could work that in, couldn't we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, first first month is a buck. No reason not to try it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Go on there, so, go yeah. to pedalgenie.com slash tone control, make your wish list, and then by the time you're done putting... 10 or more pedals onto your wish list, you'll realize how much you need this. <laughs> and then you <laughs> yeah. can sign up. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Let's uh let's hear that that sample now. Okay. Then we're back <laughs> <laughs> how has it taken me 14 episodes to do that
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know pretty cool back to stuff you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well next news item on the list isn't really news at all it's it's
0: not really news at all but I thought worth mentioning mm-hmm. first bullet so uh, reverb.com have you checked this out uh, I remember.
1: Been, I think I got onto their Facebook page or something a while back, like last year or yeah. sometime.
0: It's basically it's an online marketplace for all things music gear, so guitars, bass, pedals, everything. Mm-hmm. You can sort by decade, by brand, by you know different so categories. Are they a reseller? Yes. So it's very similar to eBay, except it's got a really uh, hyper focus in music it's like the only thing they do uh, so ebay okay. i think has kind of lost its wow factor with shopping for guitar gear uh over the last few years reverb.com is kind of taking t- like picking up where they left they left off basically where they could have gone i think mm-hmm. um you can sell independently so i could sell one of my guitars and then you could go on and you could find it buy it and then i would ship it to you or a lot of kind of smaller shops are selling using reverb as their uh their online store their storefront basically oh wow so you can buy from chicago music exchange and you can buy from a few other you know sort of bigger indie shops around the country which is really cool so you, there's always yeah. gear coming and going and stuff um
1: <clears throat> so i see a, you know on here i see like guitars here's a 57 reissue strat with a case then there's the JHS Superbolt for only mm-hmm. 160 bucks there's amps on here here's a Purple Audio MC77 which is a rack studio compressor uh pretty expensive there's DJ gear up here everything there's parts it, here's a bridge yeah. from uh the Johnny Marr Jaguar bridge from USA Fender
0: so what they do is they have auction style listings like you would have on eBay where you would bid and bid and increase and all that stuff but they also have just regular sale I want $500 for my guitar I want $5000 for my guitar. So it's kind of like kind of takes the best of eBay and Craigslist for finding gear and puts mm-hmm. it in one place. So they've got this also they've also got this like cool um they call it a price guide feature which is great if you're selling. If you're like, man, I have this guitar. I don't actually know how much it's worth. It's old. It's not that old. It's, you know, all you. this and that. You can look up guitars by year or by decade range and kind of see the rarity and see what the current market value is, which is awesome.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So here's a Taylor 416 CE, a 2013 acoustic guitar, and then a price range right there on the picture for what they're going for.
0: Right. Pretty neat. So the, I'm also seeing stuff like you can make an offer. Here's a Fender Roadworn uh, 72 Tele Custom. Oh my God! I should not have clicked on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> six uh, Six 30 dollars shipping, or you can make an offer. So I could say like, eh, let's do six hundred, and you know, then mm-hmm. it goes to the seller, and they have the opportunity to say, yeah, your name, and it's just like it's it's encouraging of like selling gear. To people who know about it to people who want who know what they want or or i guess maybe don't i just browse this sometimes but it's like <laughs> it's all really high quality photos you know
1: it seems the very trustworthy the page is is very would we call this web 3.0 is that where we're heading now yeah. like it has this i'll call it that it has this modern like the way the way sites look now like it's it's I'm trying to I'm trying to describe why I feel better about this than I do about eBay as far as the design. eBay
0: has gotten so like I guess sleazy. I feel like I feel uh, like I need a shower after I browse <laughs> eBay. You know, it's just like used car salesman kind of like buy it now, look over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of kind of stuff. This is just more like, hey, let's just browse some cool gear and you might yeah. find something awesome, you might not. And you know, every week they post like price drops and things like that it's fun to keep track of and they've got a really great iPhone app which is super bad news.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess they being focused on music gear, they can they can be more specific. Like eBay is too big. You know, and yeah. these, Although these people I just, just hit have, the homepage
0: <laughs> and found a boat. So I'm not <laughs> i sure a boat this is on quite reverb? A, a boat and, oh, 16 foot 1997. Oh.
1: You're right. Do tell me what this has to do with music. $15,000 like plus free perfect shipping. Perfect
0: upholstery. V8 motor. Yeah. That's really funny.
1: So <laughs>
0: Anyway, back to this.
1: <laughs> back to
0: them being really focused about music.
1: <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. No, this has to happen because we're talking about this. So, on the page for the boat... On the, the item page for the boat, <laughs> there was a see similar section at the bottom, which has taken me to Folkways Records FP601 Washboard Country Band 50s. So, this is huh. a vintage yeah, 12 inch record in red, white, black. They, there's one available. They want $450 plus $8 shipping. Wow. For this record. Which is apparently similar to a boat in color scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Oh, I bet you know what? That sounds funny, but I bet you're right. That's totally what it was. The boat was red and white, right? Yep. 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 So it picks keywords out. So if I'm looking at red guitars, it's going to show me more red guitars, and apparently a boat. (laughs) That's really (laughs) funny. Okay. So besides the boat, which is, by the way, in excellent condition. (laughs) <laughs> it's only 15,000. It's only 15,000, everybody. <laughs> 31 views. So get in so, there quick. Yeah, it's in I Texas. It's
0: just, yeah. <laughs> I just feel better about browsing gear here than I do on Reverb or on uh, eBay. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it's it's just nice. Yeah. It's a little smaller operation. It's like here's here's a Chicago Music Exchange post a Martin uh, 0017, 1945 reissue. Mm. Um it's it's great. I think they're based in Chicago. They might be partnered with uh Chicago Music Exchange. I'm not sure. Mm. But all these it's it's just making buying from cool guitar shops across the country a possibility now. Whereas before you would have to go to their websites, which might not be up to date, and then you'd have to kinda check and see what's available. And now this way everything's here they've got like and modded pedals and, and really great place to find rare and vintage stuff too
1: yeah I, I like this this header page with price drops deals and steals auctions wow funky and
0: vintage under 600 bucks whoa bad news for me oh an orange ad 30 a thousand bucks oh a telefunken uh NOS tube <laughs> a Gz 34 rectifier tube from the 60s 85 dollars
1: Wow I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Fender Bandmaster, 1964. The head no and the cab, 995
0: bucks. Whoa. That's not bad. Aircraft's got a bandmaster and a showman.
1: Ooh.
0: Humongous amps. Those old giant Fender 212s that look like they should be like four fifteens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this thing looks pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Reverb.com. Check it out if
0: you're in the market for anything or not, as as I do. Or just
1: just stay away if you don't have any money to spend because who knows what's going to happen to you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What do we got? What do we got last on the list?
0: (laughs) So, lastly, following up from last week, Fender. Mm As a new president already, which, judging from the, the tone of the news story last week, I thought this was going to kind of be a while. Mm, okay, yeah. But it was within a week, which makes sense. I mean, you companies need presidents yeah, you CEOs. don't CEOs.
1: Yeah, you don't want to go without. Right,
0: so Bob, I'm going to go with Roback. Roback? 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 Roback, Bob, I, Bob Roback? I like Roback because it sounds like robot. Ro, Roback, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Bob Roback is now the uh, new... Uh, president and CEO of Fender, he was most recently the CEO of Dashbox, which is a cloud-based workflow management system for music licensing. All right, and uh, he was also the founder of Launch Media Inc. And uh, one of his first things to do is to establish a new office for Fender in Los Angeles to uh, expand the company's consumer marketing and digital capabilities.
1: Okay, so that's yeah, that's all CEO totally speak. Sh- I don't know what that means. Um, (laughs) I
0: think that means he's in L.A. and doesn't want to move to Scottsdale, Arizona. (laughs) 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 Or Corona, California. (laughs) Um, But whatever. It's uh, uh, nothing else really to say about it. It's kind of going to... We're going to have to see what happens in the coming months, I think. Yeah. But yeah, new new president offender, Bob Roback. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Did you hear... The other day that Gibson acquired something, some division of Phillips. I did not. I can't actually find a news source on this, um, which makes me think it wasn't Phillips. Something kind of interesting that like didn't really make a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> hmm, I'm searching. Oh yeah,
0: Gibson brands uh let's see, market watch, here we go. Agreement to acquire uh Philips Audio and home entertainment business.
1: Huh. So, not their light bulb business.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I guess maybe home theater business.
1: So, Philips has some pedigree in, like, consumer digital audio and stuff in the sense, like, like Speedif, have you heard of that? It's like a digital audio transmission format, like, a, over a cable.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds familiar. So I don't know
1: anything about it. The, but- the P in Speedif is Philips. Hmm. Um, the other the S being Sony, um, so that's a digital format. It's basically it's a single coaxial cable, it looks like an RCA cable, that can carry mm-hmm. uh, stereo, high quality stereo digital audio signals. Oh wow! Oh. Um, as well as various pieces of you know home theater equipment and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so they were responsible for some back-end technologies related to audio and digital audio throughout the decades, and they're being acquired by Gibson, apparently. or that that part of their business is being acquired. That division by of Phillips. yeah. Mm-hmm. I found something about Gibson acquiring Cakewalk. Really? I was just searching. Now, now I can't find it for sure. A
0: lot of these, like Gibson and Fender both, um, their family of brands is huge. And like we mentioned earlier, like Ovation is owned by Fender, but so mm-hmm. is Charvel and Jackson- and a bunch of other people. Sure. Uh, Gibson owns Baldwin and Chickering and Dobro.
1: Yeah, which makes perfect sense.
0: So Maestro, Mastertone
1: Gibson wow, Brands announces intention to acquire Cakewalk Inc. Huh. When was that? Um, Don't know. It's on a Cakewalk Gibson fact page. Gibson brand encompasses not only Gibson Guitars, but also high-end consumer electronics, Onkyo and Tiak, and Pro Audio, Tascam, KRK, Stanton, and Sirwin Vega, I think is how you say that. Oh, yeah. Cakewalk will be a vital part of the Pro Audio group. So, apparently, Gibson wow. owns a bunch of these things. I mean, Onkyo, again, that's like home home theater, stereo you know, receiver-type equipment, as far as I know. Yeah. TAC could be the same thing. They've also been had some microphones back in the day. Uh, I
0: have a TAC reel-to-reel player, I think.
1: Sure. Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> uh, TASCAM and KRK, you know, may still make uh, recorders and other such things, um, interfaces. KRK is uh, known for their monitor speakers now. I don't know if they do anything mm-hmm. else, but it's th- those are those... Uh, Studio monitors that have the yellow uh, cones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's mm. KRK. Very popular. My, these my days. speakers
0: here have yellow cones. Oh. This is trendy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Fender owns uh, Gretsch, EVH, Jackson, Charvel, SWR, Guild, Groove Tubes, uh, DeArmond, Tacoma, and Sun Amps, which I didn't know about. Oh, Why wow. aren't they making those? And Ovation, Gibraltar, Gretsch drums, LP music, toka percussions, Hamer guitars, some other stuff. Wow. wow!
1: This is turning out, we've just, like, a whole new world has opened up to me. I've just realized that apparently, corporate guitar, <laughs> guitar, the, the big guitar companies are just like the big beer companies. They actually own all yep. the micro brews you think you're drinking. Yeah. I
0: mean, Gretsch, I knew about, there. there's a long history with Gretsch and Fender that's kind of interesting. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: and, and don't forget about you know Fender Mexico, Fender Japan, Fender Korea, yeah. Squire, Epiphone. You know all those other still major names, but they're they're still owned by these other much yeah. bigger companies.
1: Well, corporation and then CBS
0: fan. owned Fender. So
1: whoa, <laughs> this is getting deep. So Fender owns Groove Tubes. That makes perfect yeah,
0: sense. That makes sense why all their amps come with Groove Tubes.
1: Yeah. Huh. Takamimi too. I didn't know about all this stuff. See, guys, you want to learn things, start a guitar podcast.
0: Actually, don't do that. We don't need any more competition in this.
1: (laughs) Just start any podcast. Get out of my (laughs) Kool-Aid. What does that even mean? I I don't know. You know, I said it. I feel like I heard it somewhere. Are you writing that down? (laughs) Of course
0: I am. (laughs) Uh. Uh. Anyway,
1: don't forget the tone control is brought to you by PedalGenie.com. Visit pedalgeniecom Control. All your pedal wishes granted. Tone Control show is on Facebook and Twitter now. Reminder, reminder, alert, alert, reminder.
0: Uh, Not a spoiler alert. Don't no. worry. <laughs> no,
1: but come, come find us uh, at Tone Control Show on Twitter. Is that right?
0: Nope. You're wrong. Oh, crap. <laughs> at the Tone Control, Facebook.com slash the Tone Control, uh, Tone Control Show.com, Tone Control Show at gmail.com.
1: I'm infected. That's my
0: excuse. <laughs> Yeah, so hit us up on all the places. Uh, there's an official subreddit, the Tone Control. So, uh, you know, come keep me company there, guys. <laughs> Nothing's happening over there. I with Derek. <laughs> Four subscribers. Um, yeah, we no need comments. you. We need your help.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, So yeah, I kind of want to do like an official thread for each episode, so that'll be fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, questions during recording. We'll obviously tell people when recording is
1: happening. So mm-hmm. if you have a thing you want to ask or talk about. Hey, if enough people get on the subreddit, I mean, that's a place where the listeners can really influence what we're doing on here. You know, if there's, oh, absolutely. If there's ways that we can make the show better for people... How are we supposed to know if nobody tells us? I mean, we're obviously buffoons.
0: We're driving blind here, kids. It's <laughs> terrible.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah. We so want and your help. also, um, what would be really great and make me really happy is if you could go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. That would help us out a lot, mm-hmm. and tell us what you like, what you don't like,
1: and uh, that's all I got, man. Do we do the email? Did you, did you say email? Yep, I'm, I did I'm it. I'm in a phone. I'll do it again.
0: I'll do it again. ToneControlShow at gmail.com. Yeah. That was for you. That
1: goes directly to our <laughs> phones. You want to talk right into our pockets? That's how you do it.
0: You want to distract me from
1: everything? <laughs> Send me an email. <laughs> yeah. Good. That was uh, that was probably about as good a show as I could have expected to do in, in this condition. They
0: can't all be winners, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah hope this doesn't get us a bunch of bad reviews on itunes
0: who do these guys think they are yeah yeah can't just walk into a podcast sick
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hope i didn't sound like garbage <laughs> oh all right very good signing off see you next time see you bye bye